Hi, it's Nick. Welcome back to another episode of The Breathing 411, connecting timeless wisdom with modern science to bring you four thoughts, one quote, and one answer to help you optimize your breathing and therefore help you optimize your life just a little bit more this week. So let's dive straight into thought number one, micro breathing moments, cliche but true. Quote, try stopping, sitting down, and becoming aware of your breathing once in a while throughout the day. It can be for five minutes or even five seconds. Then when you're ready to move, moving in the direction your heart tells you to go mindfully and with resolution. End quote. And that's John Kabat-Zinn from Wherever You Go, There You Are. And it's just that simple, folks, right? Five seconds, five minutes, or anywhere in between. Your breath is always available if you need a quick reset and recovery. Of course, taking these mindful breathing breaks is cliche, but it's so true. So just a quick reminder to take a few more this week. I like alternate nostril uh, breathing for a quick break, but that's just me in any case. All right, let's move on to thought number two. Perform better under stress. Another reason to practice slow breathing. Quote, HRV is also strongly associated with our ability to perform at our best during times of increased stress or challenge. In fact, HRV is one of the best metrics of psychophysiological health and ability to perform we currently have. End quote. And that's Inna Kazan, PhD, from her excellent book, Biofeedback and Mindfulness in Everyday Life. So what she's summarizing here is that research tells us that higher HRV helps us perform at our best during stressful and challenging events or times. So of course, that sounds good to me. I hope it sounds good to you. We all want to perform our best when we're challenged. And luckily, fortunately, training our heart rate variability is as simple as doing some slow breathing for about 10 to 20 minutes a day, as you'll learn in the next thought. So grab an app, set the pace to four to six breaths per minute, whichever is most comfortable for you, and get started enhancing your, quote, ability to perform at our best during times of increased stress today. Good luck with that. And I will move on to thought number three, where we learn a protocol for slow breathing and HRV. And the title is a slow breathing protocol based on 29 studies. So a systematic review published in 2021, I've, I've mentioned in the newsletter before, but Based on 29 studies that they looked at, they provided the following guidelines for slow breathing and heart rate variability biofeedback. And of course, you can apply these guidelines for slow breathing without biofeedback, right? You do not always need the biofeedback. It helps, but you don't need it. All right, so here are their guidelines. The best results, you would do four to 12 supervised sessions plus daily at-home practice for about 20 minutes a day. The minimum effective dose would be one supervised practice followed by home practice for 10 minutes a day for about four weeks. That's kind of the minimum to get really good results with a lot of different things that they looked at. Um, yeah, tons of different things they're looking at, not just heart rate variability. They were looking at all like inflammation, sleep, a lot of different things. So with those guidelines during that, that supervised practice, you should learn to breathe slowly without it causing stress. Um, that supervised practice should also include instructions to help people avoid over breathing uh, because, you know, sometimes we compensate for the slower breathing rate by breathing more. And that's not the point. We want to keep it light and calm. 
and, and effortless. We should be using abdominal breathing with nasal inhales and pursed, lip, pursed lips exhales. And the breathing ratio should have a slightly longer exhalation. So I personally like the 60-40 cut uh, split where you have 40% is inhaling, 60% is exhaling. And for say a, um, a six breath per minute, which is the most common one, that would be a four second inhale, a six second exhale. But they really said that the ratio, there's no set uh, metric for that. They even mentioned the 40-60 one there, but it could be even if, that, if that's what you really like. But I think a slightly longer exhale reduces the risks of over-breathing. So give that a try for yourself. If you're a breathwork coach or whatever, your clients, you know, it's a simple or your loved ones, anyone who's interested in breathing, one quick supervised session to give them some basic mechanics and then have them do it for 10 minutes a day. That's it's as easy as that to get all of or a lot of the results. And with that, I will move on to thought number four, which is two paradoxical but equally true statements about breathing. So here is statement number one greater lung capacity is associated with a longer life. And and sentence number two, taking big breaths is detrimental to your health. I don't have a great answer for that riddle. I just know that I absolutely love all of these paradoxes with breathing because I've just learned to embrace them and know that I have my hypotheses as to why those statements are both true, but I don't know for sure. And it reminds me of this excellent quote. Almost every wise saying has an opposite one, no less wise to balance it. And that's George Santayana. I hope I did not mispronounce that because I love that quote and it's so perfect. All right. And with that, I'll move on to the one quote for this week. It's a good one. It kind of plays off of that last thought. Quote, life is absurd, but you can fill it with ideas, with enthusiasm. You can fill your life with joy. End quote. And that's Reinhold Messner. Just love that quote. And speaking of joy, I wrote another guest blog for Resbiotic and the title is The Joy of Breathwork and Three Super Easy Ways to Be Consistent. It's only a three minute read, talks about the joy of breathwork and some simple concepts from tiny habits you can use to make your breathwork consistent. So go check it out if you're interested back in the email or in the blog post. And I'll move on to the final thing, the one answer for this week. The category is Wim Hof's Joy and the answer is Scientists hypothesize that Wim's method activates regions of the brain that release these, which partially explain why it promotes a sense of euphoria and well-being. What are endogenous opiates and cannabinoids? All right, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to take a few micro-breathing moments. They're simple, can be a quick reset for your nervous system, for your mind, Remember that higher HRV is uh, associated with being able to perform better under stress. So that's amazing. And it's as simple as 10 minutes a day of slow breathing to help give you some of those benefits um, associated with higher HRV. And remember that there will always be paradoxes in breathing. And that's what makes it so much fun. So go out and have a little bit more joy with it and enjoy your week. Thank you again for listening. <music>